We wrap up the show, at least the final half hour of the show with this conversation. Uh, we're looking at the day of the boy child. Dr. Linda Ngubengomo is the chief executive officer of the New Love Life Trust. Uh, Linda, good morning to you. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning to all your listeners. And thank you for the opportunity to chat this morning. I, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but does, new life, does Love Life have a new name? No, that's all, that's been its name for the for the for the longest time, but we've always referred to it as love life. Okay, fantastic. Let's then get into the work that you have been doing, and um, specifically when it comes to the day of the boy child and the programs and initiatives that you are undertaking to specifically target the boy child. Okay, so I think the first thing that we need to 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 just uh, position the day of the boy child. So it's a day that um, was founded by Dr. Jerome Tilak Singh, who is also the founder of International Men's Day. And it's not officially recognized by the UN. And so as Love Life, we're trying to work to to, uh, mobilize uh, the Department of International Relations to take it to a general assembly. But it is a day that a lot of countries have now started to embrace the Global Day of the Boy Child. And it's really saying, let's just focus on celebrating and nurturing and protecting this generation of boys and the future. Now, as Love Life, in tw- around about 2018, we launched what we call our Boy Child Program. And it's a program that where we were saying, instead of just solely focusing on um, interventions when things have gone wrong, why don't we start looking at what interventions we could do to prevent the boys from being perpetrators of violence amongst themselves predominantly, but also perpetrators of violence against women and children. And Kathy, a lot of times when we're talking about violence, we tend to focus on gender-based violence. But if you look at the stats and you look um, that the Ministry of Police uh, releases from, um, you know, I think every quarter, boys and young men are the victims of, of homicide. They are the ones that are killing each other. And so as Love Life, we said, let's have a program that's not just looking at how do we stop boys and men from killing women. But how do we look at violence holistically in the country and start to have conversations that if we can get to the bottom of understanding the root causes, we can have the intervention mm-hmm. that will may enable us to make some of the things that we're trying to make gains on, such as creating safer societies. Why are societies not safe? Because... You and I, as women, each time we go out, we're scared that we're going to be robbed, we're going to be raped, we're going to be murdered. And if we build a better generation of young men and, and, and boys, would that not be the solution to, to taking away that those threats that we mm. face? One of the big challenges uh, also comes in in the fact that we don't just have you know a problem of men killing other men. 
but the ages of of this violence seems to be going younger and younger and and sometimes we're seeing it manifest in in schools outside mm-hmm. school premises and mm-hmm. and it really speaks to, to to the dire need for for intervention but also understanding what is the culture that drives this kind of violence and the culture that drives this uh, kind of violence and not just in south africa but globally is the culture that says when you're strong and you can fight, then you're a man. So it's a culture that says that um, when you're a man or a boy, you are most likely to have experienced violence in your adolescent and early childhood uh, childhood stages than at any other time. So it then starts to affect the, uh, the, the attitudes of young people. They justify and normalize it. And it is this normalization of violence, really, that we need to be talking about. And so that's why at schools you're going to see the fighting, the stabbings, even the killings, because it is at that adolescent stage that you start to see that culture really take root and grow. And and, and so... You you can go on? You can go on? And so what what we are trying to do to link arms with other organizations who are also you know, very concerned about the plight of the boy child is to say, how do we create an environment at home, in the community, at school, and at policy level that recognizes the vulnerability of boys and young men? Because when we're having policy conversations as well, we're not really talking about the extent to which they are victims of, of, of violence, um, whatever form that um, that uh, violence can take shape. And we need to start having a narrative that says, okay, let's look at this picture holistically. What on earth do we need to do? We know what we are seeing the fruit of the problem, but what do we need to do to kill it at a root level? We're talking about the day of the boy child and uh, perhaps the need that that really is part of the emphasis of the day to have programs that intervene in the lives of young boys, as we see happening with young girls in this country and I think uh, in the rest of the world. How do we begin to do that? I'll take some of your calls on 011-714-2006 and on the WhatsApp line 614 when conversation with Dr. Linda Ngube Ngomu. And, and, and I suppose, you know, um, Linda, one of, one of the things that also then this forces us to do is to in some ways look at men and and even young boys as they themselves um, being victims to a system, and I'm going to say a patriarchal system that, you know, pushes for a particular way of of socialization of individuals and 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 I suppose um, you know how that manifests itself in the lives of men in the lives of women is different. They are indeed, um, you know, what you're saying, like you're saying, is the result of a patriarchal system. And while we tend to focus on how the, they benefit from that system, we lose sight of how that system um, wounds them or breaks them. And Kathy, I often say that the boy child is the most oppressed, suppressed, and depressed child person 
that you can find in society because that system is also saying don't show your feelings, men don't cry, you you have to fight the other child. You know, it's 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 bringing about and continuing these behaviors that really, at the end of the day, um, see them being avalanches or pressure cookers that explode because we've not created a a safe environment for them to be able to say, I'm hurting, I'm angry, I'm sad, in the same way that we allow girls to do. And that's where we need to start closing the gap in terms of the socialization of born. How can we begin to unpack some of the crises um, that, that are facing young boys especially? So we need to, to really start, you know, we always have the we talk about the African adage, it takes a village to raise a child. And that needs to become our reality. That there shouldn't be a boy in whose life will say he doesn't have a father, therefore there's no male figure in his life. But we really need to start looking at who are the people in our environment um, that can play that role of being a father. I mean, Throughout the ages, there have been boys who have been raised in homes without fathers. But the communities stepped up. The uncles stepped up. The family friends stepped up. The teachers and so on, we know we could listen. We need them to step up. But more importantly, we need to start seeing men making the change, being the role models that we, need, we want young boys to have. And on that subject, Kathy, you know, government has got a program called Men Making Change. That was launched in 2018 by the deputy president, um, and it falls under SANEC and the Department of Social Development. We need more men to rise up and be part of those programs that empower them to be able to address the issues that have um, wounded and harmed them and have made them blaze out to the next generation that same environment that wounds, that harms, and starts to turn a leaf that says, let's just empower boys to be able to, 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 to be raised and to understand a different lifestyle and a different society. Mm. The, the issue of, of role modeling and role models, particularly male role models, um, for boys seems to be such a, a, a big one and and there's also a gap but but often in these conversations you'll hear um, you know men say well it, it's difficult to to know whether I'm being a good or bad role model because I'm also figuring out this journey for myself so uh, I'm not necessarily doing something because I've seen uh, what model works so that's where then we need to, you, you know, when a man is mentoring a child, it doesn't mean that he doesn't need mentors himself. And so when we recognize that there's some brokenness in our own lives that we need to figure out, we then need to call onto the, the social structures that exist that can enable us to unpack those issues so that we can be able to deal with them and be able to move on without them being the baggage that we pass on to the next generation. You know, you've got FAMSA that offers counseling. You've got um, you've got um, uh, a SADAC, South African Depression and Anxiety Group, 
those are organizations, among others. You've got the social development has got a, a free hotline. Love Life has a free hotline where you just make a call and you can have access to a counselor that you can talk through uh, issues with who can then refer you if you need, uh, you know, a more intense intervention to be able to help you deal with, with the issues. So the structures are there. We just need to make better use of them than what we're currently doing. In, in a moment, I want to look at the specific programs that are being run and what exactly they're targeting uh, when it comes to, um, you know, y- young children, particularly the boy child, as, as it were. I want to take some voice notes that our listeners are sending on this issue. Okay. Uh, good morning, Sis Kathy. Yeah, in terms of the day of a boy child, yes, it's true. It's, it's something that is very important. That should have been done way back. Uh, we should really, really encourage them and support them. Remember, uh, the, the stats shows that most of the boys who are doing wrong things or who are in jails are boys who grew up without their fathers. Now we need to focus on them, celebrate their day, make events for them, so that we show them the qualities of a man. That a man is not a man to beat a woman. You're speaking to men for introspection. Thank you very much, Iskate. Good morning, Kathy. One of the first things that we need to do is we need to remove almost 80 to 90% of the contents that we are fed subliminally on TV, on TikTok, on YouTube, on all social media platforms. Uh, these things they trigger violence subliminally to us so in general the world that has been created by man it has been created so that these things are the results at the end of the day so look at all the contents fix those and you will fix 80% of the problem Tabang Malaji from Mutabane uh, <clears throat> so your guest doesn't seem to be very informed about what's going on on the ground. I don't know whether he's using historical information and not current affairs. But if you look at schools, especially the higher primary and the high schools, the secondary children, the people who are fighting every day and every time that we have to watch outside schools, it's girls. They start from the classroom, they take it out of the class, going all the way home, they are fighting. It's happening on a daily basis in my area. And some of us have had to actually take shambox and chase them because even the school principals and teachers don't seem to be up to the speed with the problem. Uh, good morning, Katie and the team behind the scene. I'm Donald in Rustenburg. I think there's need for a curriculum to be introduced in schools, as, as from primary schools, so that a boy child can be taught from a very young age just to respect women. Thank you, Katie. Thanks for a wonderful show. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday.
We continue the conversation on the talking point. We, of course, are commemorating the day of the boy child. Uh, Dr. Linda Ngubengomo is CEO of the New Love Life Trust. Uh, Dr. Linda, I want you just to respond to some of um, the things that our listeners were, were, were weighing in on here in as far as their understanding of the challenges. I don't know if I captured everything, but I did hear the listener who was talking about our focus, um, uh, the focus not being on goals. And I think what we want to highlight is that there are already programs that are focused on goals and goal children. And what's and 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 when we're looking at programs, we don't look at what is um, happening in a particular area in order to have an intervention, but really one wants to look at what's happening nationally. What's the national picture telling us? And the national picture, both from um, a homicide perspective, and then if you look at the landscape of programs that are available, it's telling us that there's not enough that's focusing on boys. Hence the need to, to, to ensure that we can have this conversation, especially today, which was the, um, the national international day of the boy child. So, um, so basically, I think that that's really the one that um, stood out. Whereas the other ones were really talking about the importance and uh, and, uh, and the need mm. to have uh, the programs that were focusing on boys. When we see the programs that you have developed, what kind of programs are you currently running to address this? So what we have been doing is to now um, infuse uh, a focus on boys in all the programs that we've been doing. So if you remember around about 2016, the National Department of Health had a program called She Conquers Mm. that was focused on girls. And so it was looking at that program of She Conquers focusing on girls that we then um, internally said, what are the things that boy, what's the role of boys? in ensuring that girls remain at school, they don't fall pregnant, they've got a safe environment, they get access to jobs and so on and so on. And so what we have been trying to do is to have something that then talks to what um, the boys would be able to, to, to identify with. We're doing it through sports. So we have sports where we have a role model and we are, who is an athlete and we can, and, and that athlete, then in, in an environment where the, 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 the sports are, for example, soccer, where you know the bulk of the attendees are going to be boys, mm-hmm. we then create space to have a conversation around the role of boys in creating safe society. We have dialogue where we will call boys aside and pick on an issue that could be fighting the best way to resolve an issue, for example, and have a conversation that starts to unpack how differently we could uh, address some of the issues that we face. We not only have these dialogues with boys alone, but we also have them as community dialogues. Mm. So that as a community, we understand what are the issues that these boys are facing so that we can start to play a role that says, let's create an environment that gives them a different set of lens to look at life rather than creating the environment that reinforces the messaging around violence. So those are some of the things that Love Life does. But, Kathy, I must, uh, I must just highlight to you and the listeners that 
2019, we in Gauteng had a, a summit that was focusing on boys. And I kid you not, in Gauteng alone, there's about at least 40 organizations that are doing work that's focused on boys and boy children. So it's, uh, the, the question then becomes, the issue then becomes that a lot of them are funding these initiatives from mm. their own pockets because it's such a crisis. They can't wait for the UN to say, oh, flip, we have neglected boys. Let's start putting money towards boys. But they're really funding those programs from their own pockets. And so that's another issue that makes it harder to scale up in the way that we should be. Um, the limited resources within which, which organizations need to work or have to work. Uh, I want to quickly take Richard in Durban. Good morning, Richard. Uh, hello, Katie. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, mm. Look, uh, Katie, I uh, understand uh, all uh, the uh, subject uh, issues uh, or stories about the children there, but uh, what is in my mind is that uh, we are wasting our time uh, by listening uh, to the children, uh, especially the black uh, South African children, problems uh, in this country since uh, 2009 when they introduced the uh, issue, uh, human issues uh, rights. Because why? The children uh, of our uh, nation, uh, they no longer uh, children like all other children uh, behavior. Because of that human right, we can talk until we get to the uh, sky or to the moon uh, time to talk about children. But I'm telling you that the children uh, of South Africa, especially the blacks, will start to behave like children after they reviewed that uh, human rights uh, stories. Thank you. But, but, but Richard, what does that mean? Uh, you know, I, I think it's not just you know, about children having rights, but, you know, it's about individuals in society having rights. So in the same way that you are saying once, um, mm. you know, the rights of children are reviewed, that means that your rights as an individual um, in this country then should also be reviewed. Uh, look, uh, Katie. What I'm saying is that we adults today, as we have uh, houses, uh, wives, and uh, children, is because when we grow up, we were under our parents' control, right? Mm. Not now, since uh, ANC took over the power of controlling this country. Uh, is it the same, uh, Katie? I don't I'm know, Richard. You, you, you I'm, have to no, tell I'm me because you, you have called I'm on a particular you issue. During a, all right, hold on. During your schooling uh, years, uh, was uh, a schooling uh, was the schools uh, treating you like uh, the children uh, are behaving uh, these years? 
Well, Richard, it's difficult difficult for Please me to say because Richard, yes, let me let me let me tell you. I'm saying answer it's, my question first. Yes, let me answer your question, Richard. I went to school post nineteen ninety four, so if when you talk about rights and ultimately you're in essence referencing things like corporal punishment, etc. I went to school under dispensation where hitting a child was illegal. So so that's why I'm saying to you that be specific about what it is about our laws now that you think is, is not working. I'm talking about uh, discipline of the children and uh, listen to the parents as well as uh, the teachers at school. Uh, Look at uh, what's happening at schools uh, today compared to our age, uh, 50s and back, right down to the uh, 70s uh, to uh, 80s uh, up to uh, before 94. Mm. And compared to this time after 94 and tell me that uh, we did the same. Richard, that's a reference I don't have, and unfortunately, it's a reference I don't no, have because I wasn't saying... in I wasn't in school before '94. But um, I'm gonna have to re- I'm gonna have to leave it there with you. I think the essence of of the point that that you're making has come through, uh, Thelma in Makado, Very briefly for me, Thelma. Hello, Thelma. Hello, Kathy. Yes. Yes, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Please go for it very briefly, please. Yeah. What I've noticed, another thing, Katie, is our moral decaying fiber mm. of the families. Mm-hmm. Children in our culture are not allowed to mingle in their parents' address. Parents change partners the way they wish. They don't care about the feelings of the children, number one. Number two, in our culture, a child doesn't have to ask a mother who his father or her father is because it's not allowed. And this causes a lot of anger in children. That's why we see what we see today. And thirdly, thirdly, as a woman, let us teach our sons how to handle and respect women and how would I like to be handled or, or be respected by my men. All right. Thelma, let's leave it there. Thanks for the call. Thelma is out in Makado. We're also going to have to leave it there with Dr. Linda Ngubengomo because we've come to the end of our time for the program today.